Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris Rogers and I am your host and I'm so pleased that you have chosen to give me a little bit of your time today as we explore yet another topic uh, in the realm of discipleship in the way of Jesus. You know, we're all called to be apprentices of Jesus, not apprentices of other things. Uh, so that's what we do with this podcast. We explore discipleship. We look at different topics and different ideas. Uh, some of it is a bit of theology in a way that we might all understand and we might get. Some of it is interviews and stories. Well, today is exploring a topic that I've been thinking about in my head for a little while. I've been reading a book at the moment by Tom Wright. It's called After You Believe, Why Christian Character Matters. And in the book, he says this, culture says you need to find yourself or discover yourself. But according to Mark 8, Jesus says, you don't discover yourself in yourself, you discover yourself in him. And this has just really got me thinking about what culture says and what Jesus says and what we believe as Christians. You know, culture says you need to go discover yourself, go find yourself, go and find the real you. And yet that's not what Jesus says at all. So in today's um, podcast episode, I want to just, yeah, explore this topic here. Jesus never said, be true to yourself. That's a phrase we hear said, be true to yourself. Uh, I want to explore that and I'll explain to you a little bit more in a moment why uh, I want us to look at this. But here we go. Welcome to the episode 102 of Making Disciples. My name is Chris Rogers. I would love it if you find this episode interesting or inspiring or uh, something you think somebody else might appreciate. I'd love it if you might share it with them. Podcasts like this, they only get found by people when they get shared by folk on their Instagram, on their, on their Twitter, Facebook or something like that. Hey, have, if you'd find this helpful, but here's something I've listened to I think was great. Have a listen yourself. That's where people hear about these podcasts. So I'd love to encourage you to share uh, this episode if you like it. So here we go. Jesus never said, be true to yourself. What did he say then? So let's jump straight in and let's see where we get to. So here we go. Jesus never said, be true to yourself. I've just been doing some reading recently, and uh, I don't know if this will affect future podcast episodes, but I've actually started my doctorate. Why I would have started doing a doctorate, I, I, I don't know. As a part of that, I've been reading this book by Tom Wright, After You Believe, Why Christian Character Matters. And in this book, there's this little thing that just really got me thinking. Apparently, the ancient Greeks had a maxim, a little saying, a, a phrase. And this saying or phrase was this, know yourself. Or you could even translate it as be true to yourself. Know who you are and be true to who you are. Hang on a minute. Let's just think about this. Because isn't this what people say today? Just be true to yourself. I find that that phrase interesting, just be true to yourself. My daughter, I caught her recently uh, saying, you do you, which just to be fair, I think sounds incredibly rude. Apparently, it just means you be you, do what you want to do, do what makes you happy. Don't feel like you need to do what I'm doing. Do what you love. And um, I just find these phrases interesting. Be true to yourself. 
Um, just be your true self. Know yourself. I would want to argue this. All of these phrases are a ultimate narcissistic philosophy that has permeated our society in recent years and is actually messing people up. We think so highly of, you, of ourselves that we can't believe that there's anything outside of ourselves that could help us better than ourselves. You could put it like this. If modern culture had 10 commandments, number one would be this. Be true to yourself. Which works until a point. This works until uh, we start thinking about actually what is inside of us. Because if we're going to be true to ourselves, maybe what's inside of us is more damaging than we would ever realise or recognise. So people say that they don't do religion. Okay, I hear it all the time. Don't do religion. Don't do religion. But they do. And their ultimate is ultimately uh, worship that they do at the altar of cult of self. So all of these people say, I don't do religion. Oh, I'm really sorry, but actually our society does. And we worship at the altar of the cult of self. What is so confusing about our society is... Um, you just check out Instagram. Instagram tells people not to present their lives as they really are. You know, you be you, you do you, you do what makes you happy. Whilst at the same time, Instagram cunningly says to us, don't be you. Your life is actually pretty rubbish. Uh, try to project yourself as a better version of yourself. Don't tell people all the boring things you do. Only tell them the good things that you're going to do. Let me just say that to you again. People say they don't do religion, uh, but they ultimately are worshipping at the altar of the cult of self. They're worshipping at the altar of the cult of self. This phrase, just be true to yourself, I want to argue, is toxic and damaging and will lead us to a place of greater isolation uh, greater anxiety, greater fear, and greater worry. But let me just back up for a moment because I can hear the Christians in the room saying, hang on, hang on, hang on, be true to ourselves. Isn't that what God calls us to do? Uh, we're created in the image of God, aren't we? If we're created in the image of God, and that's the core identity of who we are, then being true to yourself would mean being true to that core identity of who you are in there. Look, I love what you're what you're doing there in trying to explain it from that perspective. That isn't how this phrase is used. It's certainly not how my kids use it, and it's certainly not used how the world around me is using it. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. Being true to yourself is the aim that we're all moving towards. The true version of ourselves, created in the image of God, uh, with God's handiwork and God's fingerprint in our lives yes that that's where we're heading but that's not what that phrase means you be you or you be true to yourself 
that that phrase is not about you getting back to a core identity of a divine uh, fingerprint that each of us have got in our lives. That's not what they're meaning. When people say you be you, it means ultimately you make the decisions for your life that will make you happy. Don't don't live your life for other people. That That's essentially what that's about. So from a Christian's perspective, yes, we want to be heading towards being the image of God that's found in each of us. Uh, the trouble is this phrase isn't said in this way. And it's never really said by Christians in this way. Look, I live in London. I hear this phrase used all the time, you be you or just be true to yourself. I hear it in social media. I hear it at the mouths of teenage girls. I see it on TikTok being said by celebrities. What they mean is you do what makes you happy. You do what makes you feel like the best version of yourself. Don't let anybody else put you off being who you want to be. That's how this phrase is used. Let me just talk about the great temptation for a moment. So at the heart of the gospel message is the story of Adam and Eve who ate from the the fruit of the tree of good and evil. When Adam and Eve ate that fruit from the tree of good and evil, they were simply choosing to be themselves. They were simply choosing to make a decision out of what they believed to be best for themselves. They had been told by God not to do something, but they choose to be true to themselves. They chose to do what they thought would be best for them. They looked into themselves and made this decision to do this. Yes, the snake was there, this temptation there. But ultimately, um, what is going on here is Adam and Eve were allowing themselves to be in control of their lives. They were being true to themselves. This temptation is about us believing in ourselves that we know best. Society is at a point where it believes that if human beings make their own decisions, they know best what to make for them for their lives. They know how to make decisions that are the best for their lives. And the reality is we are pretty messed up. We are pretty messed up. This idea that you can be the best you without any outside help or input is pride uh, at its highest. It's pride at uh, that is actually foolishness. Okay, so this idea of this ultimate narciss- narcissistic uh, philosophy, this cult of self, uh, pride is what's at the heart of this, and ultimately, pride is uh, foolishness uh, wrapped up to look beautiful and clever to us ultimate foolishness is pride believing that we know best the problem is this you have no idea what perverted and despicable thing is in my head if chris rogers uh, was himself and allowed himself this is me talking about me here a third person if i was to allow myself to make decisions off my own steam out of what is already inside of me Friends, you have no idea what perverted and despicable thing is in my head. The last thing society needs is for Chris Rogers to be true to myself. If I allowed myself to be true to me, then I would actually behave in such a way that would oppress, control and manipulate other people because that's who I truly am in my sinful, broken self. 
so this idea of if you were just to be the person that you want to be and you would be happy, no, you'd be more messed up than ever. The problem is, friends, we have no idea what perverted and despicable things are in our each other's heads. And the last thing society needs is a humanity, humanity that's going to be true to itself. Being true to oneself means any small amount of racism. It's okay, because I'm just being true to me. Any small amount of sexism. Ah, it's okay, I'm just being me. Just me, be me, me, be me, you know. Um, any small amount of liberalism. Uh, anything goes. We've got to be careful, because uh, we are ultimately broken, despicable beings. And us being true to ourselves would just amplify in greater form the brokenness that is there. And this is what we see played out uh, when people over a number of years, they just choose to be themselves, allow their hearts to rule. And you just see them becoming more racist or becoming more sexist or becoming more addicted to something because they're being themselves and themselves is just replicating uh, more of of that shamefulness uh, that they can't see inside themselves. And this is why I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased that Jesus says in Mark chapter 8, verse 34, that in fact we need to die to self. So Jesus never ever says, be true to yourself. Just be you. You be you. Jesus never says that. Jesus says, don't be you. Don't, don't be that what, of which you are right now. Jesus says you need to die to yourself if you want to be my disciple you need to die to yourself uh, a, another way of saying it would be to deny yourself not be true to it so jesus says if you want to be my disciple deny yourself pick up your cross and follow me you know deny yourself don't be true to what is there if you want to be my disciple jesus says you're gonna have to put down you and when I say that, I'm not saying that in the sense uh, that Jesus despises you. Jesus does not despise us. He absolutely adores us. But in adoring us, he also knows how broken and messed up we are. Nobody needs more of Chris Rogers and what's inside my head in the world. And Jesus says, Chris, die to yourself. Deny yourself and follow me. Allow me to take you on a journey of restoration. So let's just read this. This is Matthew 16, 24. Then Jesus says to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple, a disciple is uh, mimicking Jesus. Let's just ask the question, what does Jesus come to? Jesus says that he's come that he might give life to the fullest. So if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, the one who comes to bring life to the fullest... Then he says, you must deny yourselves, take up your cross and follow me. It's in denying our brokenness, denying uh, the shamefulness and denying the despicableness of what's in our hearts. It's by doing that and following Jesus that we will be ultimately happy. Uh, following the gospel and be true to yourself will only ever leave you isolating yourself from other people because you know better than them. Uh, you become cynical because you think you know more than them. And it will ultimately leave us frustrated, messed up with a hole in our hearts because we know something is missing. And Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, if you want to live life to the fullest with me, then the way to do it 
is to deny ourselves, take up your cross and follow me. So Jesus doesn't say, be true to yourself. He says, die to yourself. If you are true to yourself, you'll become the blueprint of what orthodoxy is. So if you are being true to yourselves, then you become the blueprint of what you claim to be orthodoxy. You become the sounding board for what is good ethics and you become the dictator of what is true morality. Um, people who follow this, you be you, you do what makes you happy. Well, what happens when ultimately you get to a place where you are morally poor? Your ethics are poor and actually what you believe to be orthodox just isn't true you end up living your life to what is a skewed reality of of yourself um, so if you choose to become uh the 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 one that you turn to to choose your life and the best form of your life uh, you'll become the blueprint of orthodoxy, you'll become the sounding board for your ethics, and you'll become the dictator for your morality. If this line of thinking worked, friends, we wouldn't end up with a society that was truly in a mess. We would not be in a society that was truly in a mess. Most of society, they're not believers of Jesus. 99% of the population don't believe in Jesus. So they're living out a life that they think is their best version of their lives, looking to themselves, the cult of self, this narcissistic philosophy, they're looking to themselves. And if it worked, then we would find 99% of society were living their lives beautifully. We'd see 99% of society that are living their lives to the fullest, but they're not Society is in a mess. So if you want to want to see, know yourself or be true to yourself, if it works, then look at society. Is it working? And the ultimate answer is no. Being true to yourself implies that everybody else has a false life and only you have the correct way of living. It's like saying you are to be trusted to direct uh, your ship on the correct course but everybody else well they're going to do their own thing because they can't direct your ship because they only know their ship but if you are not a sailor how can you have the knowledge that you need to sail the, sh the, the ship uh, how have you got the knowledge to do the task if we don't get better direction or someone to help us direct our lives better or having help from others that's on offer, we will always find ourselves drifting in open shark-filled waters. Uh, I'm going to sail my life where I want it to go because I'm in charge. But if you can't sail a ship and you can't read the map and you're leaving it all up to yourself, you are going to do nothing but probably sail in circles or just sail off into the sunset and have no final destination. The problem is, you yourself are sinful. So they should be true to yourself. But the problem is, being true to yourself, you, you are a sinful human being. And your, lie, your uh, feelings will lie to you. Your feelings lie to you. And you are sinful. 
So a distorted self will only lead you to another distorted self. You can't lead yourself because in your brokenness, you can only lead yourself to another place of brokenness. I love Jeremiah 17 verse 9. It says this, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I love that. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. So the heart is broken. So we can't be true to ourselves and true to our hearts because our hearts are broken. So we're only going to lead us to another broken place. And I love that. It's beyond cure. We cannot heal ourselves. We can't help ourselves. It's only Jesus that can bring the cure. So being true to yourself means being true to your deceitful self. And your deceitful self will always lie to you. Your feelings will always lie to you. So what I want to argue is this, and this is one of the things I absolutely loved in Tom Wright's book, After You Believe. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody. I don't, I mean, it's not the kind of book that I'd say, everybody should be reading this book. It's a good book, but it, I, I don't think it's for everybody. But there's this, I love what Tom Wright says in here. So he's talking about being true to your future self, not being true to your present self. And he says this, Tom Wright says, if you are in Christ, you are now only a shadow of your future self. So friends, be true to your future self and die to the present. I love that. You and I right now are only a shadow of the future reality of who you and I will be. Jesus adores you and he sees the potential of who you could be in you. He sees it and he loves it. And that's where Jesus is calling to our future self. I love this idea. That you and I right now, we are nothing but a, f a shadow of our future shelf. Uh, future shelf. Future self. We're only a shadow of our future self. So don't be uh, true to you because you are nothing but a shadow of your future self. Be true. This is the Christian argument. I say this. Be true to your future self be true to that god identity uh, that is inside of you so jesus's response is this die to self self and all that is tied up with its destructive behaviors be true to yourself i love this matthew 10 be true to your future self matthew 10 39 if you cling to yourself you will lose it if you cling to your life you will lose it but if you Give up your life for me. You will find it. The call of a disciple of Jesus is to die to ourselves, to put down our lives, to give up trying out of our own self, to be true to ourselves and as if we know more than we actually do, to stop clinging onto ourselves. And by doing so, we find who we truly are, that future self in Jesus, if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life, you will find it. If we give up our lives to Jesus, we find our truest version of ourselves. That that version with the God fingerprint, that's who we ultimately will become. Die to your present self so your future self will appear through God's resurrection work. The true you can only be found not in fake freedom that uh, culture sells us, uh, but the true you can only be found when you are in Christ. Your true freedom and the truest version of yourself created in the image of God 
can only be found when you clothe yourself in Christ. It's in him that we find out who our real self is, the ultimate, beautiful, uh, resurrected version of ourselves, the redeemed version of ourselves. So John 10.10 10 says that, I have come to give life and life in all its fullest. Jesus he says this, don't be true to your present self. It's distorted. It's messed up. But deny yourself. Pick up your cross and head where I'm going because I have come that you may have life and life in the fullest. So there you go. I offer this. Jesus never said be true to yourself. He actually says die to self. In fact, you could say that um, be true to yourself is a counter gospel. It's a fake idealistic gospel it's a plastic cheap gospel that ultimately will lead you uh, to a place uh, of anxiety and a place where you don't feel secure and safe because you're trusting too much on your self so I want to pray for us as I, as we finish because I want us to find a real wholeness that can only be found when we're in Christ society will lead us to that that cult of self to this narcissistic uh, philosophy whereas Jesus wants to bring us to a place where we find our true identity in him and in that place we find a version of ourselves that is so wonderful uh, and so amazing so beautiful so whole and complete because it's in him heavenly father we thank you for what Jesus did for us on the cross Lord, we recognise it's only on the cross can we possibly find the real version of ourselves. Lord, we come to Jesus on the cross and we say yes to him. We accept all uh, what he offers us through his blood shed on the cross. The freedom, true freedom found in him. And Lord, we ask, now we're clothing ourselves in him, would we find that truest identity, the deepest identity that is actually only found in you? Would we find that place of contentment and happiness, not in anything else other than in Jesus Christ? And we pray that in the name of, of the risen son, Jesus. And all the saints said, Amen. Friends, I pray and hope you found that interesting, helpful, inspiring. Until next time, grace and peace.